Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash 365 and get on your way to being your best self. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when both people put in the work to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all of your relationships, whether with friends, work, your significant other, or anyone else. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 365 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 365. BetterHelp.com. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. A man who revolutionized the position of tight end, Hall of Famer, Kellen Winslow Sr. here with us at 365 Sports Radio Row here with uh, Southern Recipe Small Batch, past the pigskin. Uh, this look, this is these are some of my favorite ones every year because we get to talk about pork rinds. But as you can tell, I'm a pork rind fan. Uh, I couldn't tell. <laughs> you couldn't tell? <laughs> you know, what, what was my first clue? I don't know. <laughs> um, you are... Um, uh, especially in your era, you were a bit of a, a unicorn. Tight ends were not as, maybe as fast as you, kind of um, a smaller offensive lineman for the most part. When you got into the league and, and they started doing different things with it, I mean, you guys were doing different things on offense, all of that. Were Was it fun to watch people be befuddled about all the things you kind of were doing and, like, these guys are nuts <laughs> throwing the ball this much? I was a part of uh, what came to be known as Air Coriel. Yeah. Coach uh, Don Coriel, who just got into the Pro Football Hall of Fame last year, you know, long overdue, changed the game of football mm-hmm. when one night uh, in a meeting he decided that, well, we can take out the fullback and we can put this rookie tight end that they drafted, uh, moved up in the draft to get and get him on the field, and he can do some of the things that the fullback does. Uh, I happen to be that tight end. Mm-hmm. And it changed the game of football. And it's not because of uh, I was this talent that had never been seen before in the National Football League. It was just that that talent that other people had was now being used in that fashion. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, uh, I don't cringe. I, I, I take, um, I'm humbled by the fact that people say you changed the position. Mm-hmm. But I didn't call the place. It was Don <laughs> Coriel who was the head coach. It was Joe Gibbs who was the offensive coordinator. We all know what Joe Gibbs has done. Yeah. Over the years in his career, it was Ernie Zampezi who was our receiver coach and became the offensive coordinator after Joe went to Washington 
uh, it was just being a part of that franchise at the time. Uh, a lot of guys, John Mackey, Mike Ditka, Charlie Young, Charlie Sanders, mm-hmm. uh, Ozzie Newsom all could have done what I did. Yeah. But they didn't play for San Diego. Yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that the position is more like it was like for you guys mm-hmm. because of Eric Coriel, I mean, the, the, we're kind of in a – it's the tight end era right now when you've got guys like Kittle and Kelsey and, look, Jake Ferguson in Dallas is really, really fun to watch. Exactly. And, um, and, and, you know, of course – I mean, Travis Kelsey's the biggest celebrity in this game all of a sudden, but he's also probably the best tight end in the league. It's got to be weird for you, like as a member of the attorney, to watch it, but also as a member of the Chargers to watch a Chief do so well. Well, you know, you have, being a Charger uh, player and playing the Chiefs twice a year and being in the AFC, I got to go with the AFC to win because, yeah. you know, that's, you know, loyalties. I spent all nine years in the AFC West playing the Chiefs. Uh, That's something that's not going to happen very often anymore with free agency, but I spent my entire career with San Diego. And uh, Andy Reid is a a good guy. He coached at Missouri for a time. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just a lot of fun to be around. And I I love watching Patrick play. Uh And, uh, you know, remember his dad as a ball player. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I go with Kansas City. I lived in Kansas City for a couple of years. Yeah. it's great you got just family there, there, you know, barbecue. You can start that fight. You know, who's got the best barbecue? I'm going to go to Kansas City. And uh, <laughs> a I, lot of reasons to pick Kansas City. Yeah. Look, my I, I was there with my, my wife and brother-in-law uh, last weekend. We went to a Kansas game. And okay. And big Kansas people. Right. Uh, I, uh, but um, he asked me, he said, what do you think is the best barbecue? I said, it's, I don't think it's like the best of what you like. Certain things are better in certain places. That's true because because they focus on them different. Like in Kansas City, the burn like nobody does burn ends like Kansas City. Exactly. It, yeah. You know, Texas, we do brisket really well. Yep. You know, that's that's our kit thing. Maybe and then everybody's ribs are different, so it just depends on your personal taste, right? So, that's true. Yeah. So that's of course and, and, the St. Louis short ribs. You oh, know, yeah. you can get those. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You're, the you're, baby backs there. You're on the modern. Mizzou had a fantastic year this year under Eli Drinkwitz. Yes, they did. Well, yes, they did. Yeah, and um, it feels that, look, they've got a big anonymous donation coming in for their stadium now that's going to help that. What's it like to see your alma mater start to put the pedal to the floor a little bit and try to try to win again? Was it three years ago that they finished the end zone uh, project? Yeah. Uh, fun, fun, uh, the facility project, and that was needed in order to compete in the SEC. Mm-hmm. You know, they rank players from one through five coming out of high school, uh, without that facility, we were not able to draw a four and a five. Yeah. We were able to get a two and a three. But we were playing Georgia. We were playing Alabama. We were playing LSU. That as a class of 85 uh, uh, D1 players probably averaged a four at <laughs> some of those schools. Yeah. Yeah. So getting that facility and being able to have uh, that as a showpiece, and this is where you're going to work every day in order to reach your goals academically and athletically, really helped Missouri become more competitive. So let's talk about Pass the Pigskin and the Gridiron Greats Fund. Um, it's a nonprofit, and uh, Rudolph Foods has backed it. We've uh, I've talked to Mark. Mark is a great, like, unbelievably great guy. Um, you know, he played football in high school. 
Yeah. He told me about that last night. Yeah. He's a big SMU guy. <laughs> big big SMU. SMU guy. Yeah. He tell me about when he played against Billy Sims in high school. Yeah. And he realized that he's not a D1 basketball. He's not a D1 football player because of the way Billy Sims played. <laughs> I, I have a similar story about Edron James. Exactly. <laughs> the guy ran right through me, and I knew at 15 years old. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this couple years out. <laughs> we all have to know what our – what was it, our Clint, Clint Eastwood? in Dirty Harry, a man's got to know his limitations. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah. I'm, I'm, I probably, I'm paraphrasing yeah. on that one, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so um, what brought you involved with Gridiron Greats? And, and uh, Well, Mike Ditka, mm-hmm. you know, has been doing this for a number of years uh, during a time when the NFL and the NFL Players Association could have been doing a better job or should have been doing a better job in uh, providing benefits for players who had retired, you know, and, 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 and taking care of them. So Mike Ditka, being who he is, being a leader, stepped up and said, we're going to start this and we're going to put together this fund and we're going to find a way to reach out to those individuals who have fallen through the cracks mm-hmm. and make sure that we can help them. And that's what's been going on for the last 20 years. Uh, uh, the pork rind folks have been involved the last 15 years, I do believe, in making uh, Coach Ditka's foundation work. Yeah, I've been to the party that they've thrown, and it's it's always great. And it's um, it, it does. I think people assume that football players always had a bunch of money, or they keep a bunch of money, or they always had health insurance. And it it's only recently the case that um, the money's good, the health insurance is there for. I mean, you guys had to fight for years, for years, years to we, get the health insurance. For years, we had to fight for free agency, and then for years, we have to fight for post career benefits um, once our union began to understand that that's part of their responsibility as a union to their membership is to fight for those benefits for those individuals who came before uh, some emphasis was put on that and some pressure was put on to make those things happen I'll give you an example I retired in 1987 uh, 87 was my last year uh, 30 days after I retired I paid a COBRA bill of $1,800 a month that's insane but because that's the way the system works. Yeah. The, uh, of course, the Chargers had great insurance, and me not knowing much about insurance, I quickly got a broker and worked my way off of that COBRA program. But that's what happened 30 days after I retired. But you, you also, like, you retired, and you may not have a job right away. Even if you're planning to have a job, like, you might need some training, like, all these yeah, things. Yeah, you like- may not have a job. You may have a job with decent benefits. Uh, I went to law school. Yeah. After I retired, I took a year off playing golf and uh, while well, I paid those, made those COBRA payments. And then I went to law school and then found uh, insurance through another method. But you just become that average guy. Mm-hmm. No longer can you just, uh, the doctor doesn't come to you because you're in the locker room. Yeah. Or if, if it's the podiatrist or the urologist or whatever specialist it is that comes to orthopedists to come to the locker room. I had to go make an appointment yeah. and go sit in the waiting room to see that doctor yeah. because I was no longer a member of that organization. Yeah. So it's a lot of life changes that you go through. And a lot of guys have uh, you know, dealt with anxiety, mm-hmm. dealt with abuse of uh, alcohols or drugs, uh, depression, and uh, have fallen through the cracks as far as what needs to be done to have a great post-career after playing in the National Football League. Yeah. All right, a couple of charges questions before I got to let you go to the next one. I know okay. you're, you've got you're in the car wash today. I know, but uh, Jim Harbaugh, coach of the Chargers, now what do you think about that? No opinion. <laughs> I, I, re- I really, um, 
I'm still I'm still debating that one. Yeah. Yeah. I and the proof will be in the pudding. You're right. You know, it, it'll be in the pudding, but I think what's really gonna help the Chargers um, is the fact that they're building a a facility for the San Diego Char- for the Los Angeles Chargers. That, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, about. they're building a facility that's going to be home for them. Mm-hmm. They're no longer in Orange County playing their home games in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a temporary facility. They're going to have a facility that's theirs. And we all know that stability in an organization comes when you know you have a home. Yeah, stability in the family comes when you know you have a home. Mm-hmm. But if you're just kind of spread out, moving from one part to the next, it's hard to be focused on the bigger picture of yeah. winning. Uh, do you, do you does your heart ache a little bit for the people of San Diego though that they don't have the Chargers anymore? Yeah, it does. That's why I said San Diego yeah. because to me there'll always be the San Diego Chargers. Me too. When I go to San Diego and I see uh, the Q, yeah. Qualcomm Stadium gone, yeah, it's uh, it's a big hole. Yeah, it really is a big hole. Yeah, Kellen Winslow Sr. here with us, NFL Hall of Famer, past the pigskin. It's been an honor meeting you and talking to you. One of my, uh, I'm, a, I, I, I'm, I'm pro tight end and fullback. I miss the fullback. <laughs> I love tight ends. It's, it's the, it's the second it, tight end. Yeah, it's exactly. the fullback. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being you here. Bet. That's Kellen Winslow Sr. here with us on 365 Sports. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.